Hey, Brandon. Hey, Alan. And welcome to Dice Over Everything, the miniatures gaming podcast. So I know you live every day of your life as a contrarian, but I'd like to say that maybe only like... Hipster, not contrarian. Oh, yeah, whatever. You want to use more complicated words for what it really is. I'd like to think only two out of seven days I'm contrarian. Okay. I think this might be one of those days. That's just being contrarian. Oh, okay. You're like, you're not a hipster. You're just a contrarian. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't think we have enough time in this podcast to go into those differences, nor enough preparation. But I don't know. I felt like I went into this one trying to make this one of my contrarian days, and maybe I didn't succeed. We'll see. We'll see if you, right. you succeed at being a hipster like every day, which I, I give you higher, higher hopes of being. Oh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a contrarian is very useful when you are a wizard and you're trying to create something special because uh, today we'll be we're back onto Frostgrave 101, going through all the different schools. So uh, we are now uh, more than halfway. We are on the Soothsayer. Is that all correct? Right. Yeah, we we better be. You want to break down? We yeah. better be. That's what I prepared for. <laughs> So uh, you want to break down generally what we run down when we do these uh, school breakdowns for Frostgrave 101? Yes. So we, we start off with the particular wizard school's spells, go through them, and then give them a ranking because, you know, this is this is school. So we give them between the rankings of A, B, C, and uh, F if we really don't like them. So the A's are kind of your... <laughs> The A's are kind of like the spells that shine. The B's are your, yeah, maybe you take them. The C's are like, why do these exist? And the F's, you're just like, this is this is a problem. It doesn't even exist. You're like, it doesn't even exist. If you got a tome and you got, for some reason, you had to learn it, it wouldn't even matter. No. Might as well save it. You should just, don't use that brain capacity knowing you have that spell. (laughs) Exactly. And then after that, we go to the complementary right. spells and then see which ones from that wizard's complementary schools, which ones work well, we think, with their school spells, and then throw in some neutral ones. Yep, and then create some uh, some good starting wizards that we think would be a great, uh, great entry-level wizard to get into the game or, or play with. All right. Well, All right. Going through the spells. Yep, sure. Uh, the first one for the Soothsayer is Awareness. So this is a TN12 spell where you cast it before the game. So it's actually out of game. This used to be you had to cast it during the game. But now out of game, it's uh, it's a big change. And basically, if you succeed, you add plus two to your initiative rolls. And you can have a maximum of plus four because your wizard can cast it and your apprentice can cast it. So, so what think, do you think? I think I start off more contrarian. This, So honestly, going first is usually good, but not necessarily always, because if you don't go first, you can kind of react to what the other person does. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily even an unmitigated good to be first on the initiative track. Like Obviously, if you're higher up and there's treasure on the board, you get to run towards it first. But in other circumstances... Like, if you activate your soldiers later, you just get to see what their soldiers do and kind of react to it. So there's a lot of other things I'd rather cast above this. So in my contrarian start to this, I want to give it a C and see what you do. 
I think overall it's almost always better to go first. Yeah, usually. Um, the reason for that is uh, your wizard gets to go first and cast spells, and they respond to everything that the monsters do. So the monsters are the thing that, that happened last, right? And so being able to activate your wizard, uh, in general, it's better. But you're right, sometimes there are times where uh, it is better to see what your opponent does, right? And then cast uh, after that, right? But, but the main part of the game is getting treasure, and if you activate first, you're probably going to get to the treasure sooner. So, so I would say more often than not, it is better to go first. But, sure. but realistically... like now, now, here's the thing. I'm reading it more closely. Yep. And it does say may add. So mm-hmm. technically, you don't have to add it if you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. So it gives you so, a so I think you're right. You know, sometimes you do want to, but the spell does does put that in that says that, oh, if you don't want to add that plus four or plus two, you don't have to do it. So I think there's a bit... When it was taking up a spell slot that you cast during the game, it was terrible, right? Because it's, it's a slight advantage, but um, that that is not worth the spell that you lose. But now where you get to cast it outside and it's plus two instead of plus one, uh, it's actually, I think it's a decent spell, honestly. There's a lot of times where going first, where you are you're really need to go first, right? And getting that plus two or plus four, right? Uh, is really helpful. The only issue is you would never increase awareness, right? Like, you would never reduce it from TN12. So you basically have a 12 and a 14. So in general, you're probably just going to get plus two, right? Having both, succeeding on both rolls is probably going to be rare. So I'd say, even though it's now actually a useful spell and it's not bad, and I, I, I wouldn't, like if I would learn the spell, right? If I if I could, because it's literally you cast it out of the game. It's not taking up slots, right? You're not losing any advantages from having the spell. So if you had a book, a tome of it, you got to find a tome. You definitely learn it. I still think it's a C. It's probably in between B and C. I think it's like yes. high C, just because it's that whenever you have it, it'll come up every game, right? But it's a small advantage, but it also doesn't take anything from you. So at the beginning of the game, like if you, if, I wouldn't choose this as one of my spells, but I would be happy to learn it. Yeah, which I think makes it a C. It's not, it's not an F by any means, but it's. Yeah, I think it's a high C actually, just mm-hmm. because it's all value, right? You're not unlike a lot of spells where you have to cast them. You don't even have to cast this spell. You're not taking up anything from your game. You just are actually a little bit better off every game when you have the spell, right? Because yep. then you have that option to go first sometimes when you don't. It just doesn't shift. I think the game so much that no, there's no there's no crafting game territory. You don't really craft exactly. game plans around it. Exactly, it's just value add. It's all value add. It's like you know what it's like. It's like the after dinner mint, right? You could spit it out at any point. It's always value add. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's always value add. You're never sad to get an after dinner mint, right? It doesn't go bad. But it's not like yeah. you're gonna choose what dinner like what place you're going to go to what restaurant you're going to do, go going to go to just because they have an after dinner mint but you're always happy when you get it so that's the kind of spell mm-hmm. no i want one let's move on <laughs> all right uh the next one is combat awareness now i'm pretty sure this changed a lot i don't remember what the original one was but it's i'm pretty sure a lot worse 
Uh, TN12, it's touch, and you get plus one fight and plus one armor for, for whoever you've touched. What do you think about this spell? So the first part that gets me is the touch part. Because so many of the other enhancement spells for your warband, you just cast them in line of sight, which means as the game goes on, you can just start casting them around the board where you want them. Mm -hmm. Having guys hang around you for much of the game is often really dangerous when people can elemental ball you, when you really want them being out doing stuff. So I think the touch holds it back a lot. Yeah, you basically are generally possibly touching someone at the very beginning of the game because you all start together, right? And yeah. then as people start spreading out, it's a lot harder to get combat awareness onto someone. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to give it just a B, because it has, it has things that it does. Yeah, plus one fight, plus one armor is good. I know, that's good, but the touch part makes it like really restricted yeah. of, of what you can and do around it. TN12 yep. is high for these spells. If you look at all the it other is. comparative spells, shield and strength and enchant weapon and armor, they're all lower TN. They're yeah, I think it's I think its use may come around if you're going to take like another say strength and get plus two fight, and you want like take your guy to another level after that with combat awareness. Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe that's what your game plan is, but it's just it's not as good as the other ones. So yep. I agree. I just, I throw it down at the B level. I think it's a C, actually. It's, yeah. again, like awareness, it's a high... I think it's a high C because plus one fight, plus one armor is always good. Yep. But just the restriction of 12 inches in touch makes mm -hmm. it so... Like we said, so much harder to apply. I, I, we played in a recent game where someone had, had combat awareness, um, and they, they ended up having issues because they're like, oh, crap, I need to in base to base and so they'd cast it on one guy at the beginning of the game they yep. wanted to cast it again they're like crap Can't so then that. the other guy had to run like basically they had to wait a turn to cast it because the other guy had to run towards the wizard to actually cast it on that player and Next. then tn12 is just like it might not so go off at the beginning. yeah it might not go yeah. off at the beginning and that guy's got to go run off and go fight yeah because that's why you're and buffing you his fight, to so, something yeah. like enchant weapon uh enchant weapon is plus one it to be fair, you have it, it. You can't like it's. It, you can only cast it on a weapon that's not being enchanted yet. So you can't super buff a weapon. And whereas combat awareness can work with an already enchanted weapon that someone already yep. found as treasure, but enchant weapon is TN eight, and it gives plus one fight and magic attacks as opposed to this one, which is plus one uh, fight and plus one armor. Right? Those are. Those are like sure plus one fight and plus one armor is probably overall better, but and just just the effect of the person that you cast it on, right? But the plus one, the but but it's not like magical is worthless, right? It's actually a decent effect, right? And then if you take uh, enchant weapon with a soothsayer, you add plus four, so they were yeah. basically to TN twelve then. In which case, and, and, and Enchanter is not even aligned, right? Nope. So you could literally get Enchant Weapon, and it would be at the same difficulty to cast as a Soothsayer. Plus, Enchant Weapon, you don't have to be next to the person to enchant their weapon. Yeah. Yeah, it's a so bad... To you me, can this, plans around it. They're just not good plans. So yeah, I think if, if yeah. you can't come up with a good plan around it, it's probably more into the C category. And, 
And the problem is really that there's a lot of alternatives that are just better, right? And using it on top of those to like go to the next level is really hindering your your play. So so even though the the ability is strong, it's just like just taking chat weapon, even as a soothsayer, right? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so... Oh, I'm glad I, I was able to convince you. I feel uh, I feel like all of my debate skills are paying off. I don't know. All I, right. like bu- I like buffing people, which is why I want to put it in the B category, but really it's you, you can't even use it. Yeah, most of the time, just so. take the other buffing spells, right? Like this is literally a value add, like you say. You do it after you've taken those and you super buff them, right? Mm-hmm. All right, the next one, mind control. So this is the Soothsayer, like, most famous spell. TN12, so it's the same TN as both Combat Awareness and Awareness, right? Same difficulty to cast, but this one, you cast it on uh, someone, uh, an enemy in line of sight, and they have to make a will roll. And if they fail, you gain control of that creature. So you can cast it both on monsters and enemies like a- enemy uh, uh, soldiers. Yeah, so, so you can't high... mind control wizards. Yeah, so having <laughs> so a high it's... TN is fine because you want to roll high to beat your opponent's will roll. So the high TN twelve is perfectly. It's not that much of a worry. Yep. Well, also it's the same as combat awareness and awareness, right? Yeah, so no. it's like TN twelve is, is fine. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and you can also reduce it, right? <laughs> like generally, if you're a soothsayer, I guess this is spoilers, but like. You will always reduce mind control down to something like 10. But the thing with mind control besides that, so there's a couple of caveats that I didn't mention. Uh, so you can cast it on uh, anyone, but uh, at the very, so you can even cast it on um, like monsters, undead, whatever, and you take them over. Uh, but at the end of their activation, they get to make a will roll to try to shake off the mind control. So if you cast it, you get at least one activation uh, out of that guy. So you take over their activation. And they can activate immediately, unless they've already activated, right? So you get to use them in the soldier phase when they activate, which is quite strong. Um, And when you've cast it, basically the will roll they do is always against the level of the TN that you cast it at. So... If you lucked out and rolled a T like a twenty, and they are a uh, like a anyone basically even a thug with minus one, you they have to roll a twenty because a twenty always succeeds on will rolls, right? So they have to roll a twenty to break it. So yeah. this can be crazy. Even though unlike you know a lot of the other mind, like the other control spells that directly control some some specific type of monster like uh, control animal or control undead. Uh, those need to be targeting uh, those specific things, and then once they fail, they're yours forever. This one, you do have to roll every single time they activate. So in general, when we've played, most guys do end up shaking it off after a while. Yeah, but until then, it's really bad. <laughs> if you get your guy mind-controlled. Yes. Oh, and uh, I guess the last thing, uh, each here's the other thing, each spellcaster can only have one active mind control. Oh, so you can't take their whole army. Oh, no. You can only take yes, you can two only out take of ten. Two of their guys. Two of their eight guys. Honestly, it should probably be only one guy per army, just like all the other ones, but... 
Oh, no, actually, Spellcaster. Oh, Control Undead is Spellcaster as well. For some reason, I always thought you could only control... So so the other ones are both the same thing. So the, all of the control spells, you can control two. One from your apprentice, one from your wizard. Okay. So what do you think? Well, we've played the game long enough to know that as soon as you get your guy mind controlled, you're often royally screwed. So this is obviously one of the top spells in the game. I think it's... It's yep. pretty easy once you play the game for a while just to say, yeah, this is S tier. You can completely break your opponent's plans. Like, they've buffed one of their guys. Oh, mm-hmm. they buffed their guy. It's yours now. Oh, they got a treasure with that guy. It's your guy now. It just yep. it it just breaks people's plans immediately. So, I don't know. It's it's almost All too right. good. It's so good it makes me angry. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's just too I don't know. It's too good. It's just too good. It is really good. Here's the thing, though. When you control them, you cannot leave the board. Oh, well, you're not going to control a guy at the edge of the board. Pfft. So, so control you can't make who's... them leave the board. You can't take a treasure and run off the board, right? Yeah. But you can throw them into your opponent's army and try to get them killed yeah. by beating up other people. Yeah, they get the treasure. Then you're like, no, I'll just drop the treasure with your guy. Then have your guy attack your other guys, which is like multiple yeah. other spells in one and multiple good yes. spells in one. That's why yeah, I'm like, this is true. too much. It's too much. Too much. This is <laughs> okay. So you think this is S tier? Yeah, it's too much. Interesting. I think it's. I, I forgot there was an S tier, honestly. So I put this at A. But well, we're only supposed to give so many a+. spells as S tier. Definitely. What did we say? Three spells as S tier? Yeah, sure. Did we say two spells. I think three spells. No, I think we said three. three spells. But we could we could give more. If we okay. said then we tear it down if we had to. But okay, so that's true. Them. This is arguably one of the best spells in the game. So I will say, yeah, S S tier, fine, sure. I I agree. This is arguably top three. I don't think this is the top spell, but I would say this is this is possibly top three. So yeah, S tier for sure. There's just so it's so usable as well. Like unlike like control undead is actually technically a better spell when you're trying to control undead. Mm-hmm. But my control just works on everything, so it just it's, opens up all of these kind of options. Yeah, it's not short range; it's just your line of sight. It's the full yeah. twenty-four. It's there's so many restrictions yeah. that just Great don't spell. exist. I agree. I agree. Even though, like, yeah, it's true. I agree. S S tier, easy. It's an easy, e- at least right now. It might end up being a plus. I wonder if I wonder if it ends up being below the top three for me. Mm. I'll have to go look back once we're done. There aren't just many spells that make me as angry as this one, so <laughs> that's how I rank them. Like, you know, how many people... this one off on me? Okay, that's that's fair. And uh, about, yeah, Trad, uh, yeah, that makes sense. It's <laughs> you can transpose tell the guy still are, under your control at least. This one, no, 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 no. Transpose makes some of the guys in our group really angry too. D- to oh. be fair, I think transpose, like I already said this, I think it's the best spell in the game. So. Well, yeah, because you can bring treasure. If closer, mind control the is slightly below transpose, it's still S tier. Right? Yeah, I can argue in the context so, that's of fair. obtaining treasure that transpose has more utility. But yep. this is still all right. Fair enough. This is definitely up there. Still, you up. basically you know strip the guy, the your opponent of one of their guys. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I didn't kill him, but uh, honestly, he's mind control, for me now, which is almost better. Mind control is one of the spells that makes you have to take the spell. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Uh-huh. All right. Anyhow. All right. Next spell, mind lock. 
Okay, so this one, I don't think I've ever seen anyone cast this. So this is all theoretical <laughs> yeah. for, for me. Uh, TN12, Line of Sight. So it's, I think it's a little bit better than it used to be. So this spell directly counters mind control. That's basically all it does. It cancels yeah. mind control suggestion to other Soothsayer spells uh, for uh-huh. the rest of the game. So but the other benefit, okay, I get it. Yes. So, and the other benefit though is actually pretty decent. Uh, it gives you plus two will for the rest of the game. Yes, yeah, so and you can technically mind lock, mind lock all your guys. And now, like we talked about it, now that the TN is always a minimum fourteen, willpower spells are really strong now. So mind locking your great guys is actually is decent, especially if your opponent has mind control. Yeah, that last little that last bit of getting plus two willpower. Some campaigns, I don't know, the one we're playing with the Red King, I feel like willpower comes up here and there just for testing your guys. So Yeah. Actually when we played uh the other one, the um oh, Maze of Malcor, there was mm-hmm. a lot of willpower stuff. So yeah, like, like remember the, there are the the banshees or the, yep. the banshees that call and make everyone test a will and you just lose Take the life damage. equivalent to the difference? Yep. And I think with the reality cracking in the Red King, there's a lot of willpower rolls, I think, that come up with that. So, mm-hmm. All right. So what do you think about the spell? I think because it's just such like a direct counter to certain spells, uh-huh. it's really corner case. It gets a bit corner case. When one thinks a corner case, I, I want to give them a C. Yeah, I think, I think the plus two will is decent, but to me... One of the issues is it's TN12, which feels too yeah. high to me. Yeah. I feel like there should be a TN10. Because yeah, it's a uh, passive it's preparation. Technically, thing, combat yeah. awareness, I feel like it would be fine at TN10 as well. Mm-hmm. Like it would be a B at combat awareness at TN10. Uh, but mind lock, I feel it's just too high. If, it's also too high, and it's niche. But again, if your opponent has mind control, you're like, yeah, I love mind lock, right? <laughs> then, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it, it oh and it also cancels mind control. So if someone mind controls you, mind control them. Just, you just back. mind control somebody else, then whatever. You got lots of no, figures to mind control. Mind lock breaks mind control too. Yeah, yeah but they'll that just. It. I don't know. So whatever. I feel like it's actually funny. You could mind lock a monster so that someone can't take control of them. <laughs> oh it God. is amusing. Uh, Very and mind lock case, doesn't yeah. work against control undead, by the way. It only works against other soothsayer spells. I, to me, I think the TN12, I don't know if I'd ever, the, the, is, I think it'd have to be TN8, honestly, for it to be a B. Because even the plus two will, although that's good, it's not so good. So again, that's like exactly what we said with C spells. It's a niche spell. You use it in certain things when when certain things come up, but you're not going to be casting this all the time unless you know you have specific counters that you're using. So I agree. It's a C. It's not a terrible spell to have in your back pocket, but in general, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, it's it's okay, but not not amazing. All I right, just so wish we'll, it would be TN10. All right. Well, we've been pretty devi- divisive between like things being top tier and like C tier <laughs> here so far. All right. Are we going to move beyond that? Yeah. All right. Reveal secret. So this is another out of game before uh, uh, spell. And this is a TN12 again. So this is, you cast it out of the game. It doesn't affect your actual gameplay during the game. Uh, But this allows you to, at the end of the game, if you got a treasure, uh, you get to make two rolls for a single treasure token. 
uh, other than other than the central treasure, which already allows you two rolls, uh, and then choose which one of those you, you take. So what do you think about this spell? I don't know. Maybe I am a greedy-ass wizard, and I want the best bling around. But yeah. just getting all the coolest orbs and the best like magic weapons and just like gloating over them with the other guys in your campaign, I don't know. Is that what you're supposed to live for in Frostgrave? Yes, actually, that is oh. the main thing. Oh, okay. Well, this <laughs> that's this why we mind. always say, yeah. Whenever we finish a game at, mm-hmm. at the bar, uh, we always, you know, less always toasts for treasure. That is our toast. So I yes, I would say yes. Yeah. Okay. Because other people want I'm like, oh, I just have multiple like fate stones. They're like, what? I don't have any fate stones. I'm like, oh, I just have a fate stone here, oh. fate stone there. They're like, no. I'm like, oh, fate stones is how you. That's the best item in the game. This is this is how you get your nicest of toys, finest of toys. So yeah. I want to give, and it's out of game too. So you don't need to like yeah. worry about doing things in the game. I, I don't agree. know. This is yeah. this, this this isn't winning so you the game, say? but this is winning you the treasure war. And I, that's why I want to yeah, give it winning a you the campaign. Yeah. yeah. So when you think about it, the central treasure is better than all the others because you literally get those two rolls, right? Yes. And you have to fight so this, over it. Yep. To get it. And this one turns any of your other treasures into that central treasure. And so the difference between a bad roll on the treasure table where you get like 20 gold coins and, I don't know, two potions and then mm-hmm. you roll bad potions versus 100 gold coins in a grimoire, that's a yeah. huge difference. Yes, it is. So what do you think? Oh, this is A. Like, I love this. Interesting. Okay. I, I, I think like it's things... a B. I would say, yeah, I could see A because, again, you know, the difference between a bad roll and a good mm-hmm. roll, like, the when you are rolling and you see the difference, when you roll the worst roll, which is, like, 20 gold coins and potions... Yeah. And the highest roll, and you get both of them, and then you can take the highest roll. This is fucking amazing, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like getting the whole same extra time, treasure. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not always going to be that, right? Sometimes you just roll, like, 20 potions and, like, scrolls instead, right? So when you average all of that out, I feel like it's a solid spell. I think it's something that will definitely help you in the treasure war. I totally agree. But I think that only rises to B. I don't think this is one of those things where, where I feel like I need the spell all the time. Like I don't yeah. see, I don't think a to me is like, you always take it when you're playing that, that person, unless there's too many A's, right? Like I think we illusionist, there was too many A's in my opinion. So you don't take yeah. all. But that, that still, still could be an A spell. Yeah. You could have too many okay, A's to that's take. That's fair. I can understand the A. I could understand the A. Well, you can do this with your uh, wizard I, I and your apprentice, too. So that's... Like, if it was only one, I'd be like, yeah, okay, B. But it's per spellcaster. Oh, shit. So you can just... Yeah. You can get two. Oh, that yes. is actually pretty good. Like, I don't know. Still, in general, the, like we talked about, just like awareness. So you would... Would you reduce the spell so you could cast it every single time? You might, actually. Yeah. Because you want mind, you're okay with mind I think, control being kind of yeah, high. Yeah. Because you want to hit them with a high roll so they sure. can't break it. So like, what do I sure. reduce? So you reduce, reduce mind control twice to ten, and then you start doing re- reveal secret. Okay, I can understand that. Th- yeah. That makes sense to me. All right, I could see your A. I still am gonna stick with B, but I could understand your A. Just makes me so sad when I get crappy treasure, and but when you can have, <laughs> have really nice that treasure. That's true. You're like, you know yeah. what? To be fair, to oh, be fair, God. that is huge. Yeah, like you've doubled the chance of getting really sweet treasure. Come on. 
Oh my god, maybe it is an A. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I'm gonna B plus. I don't think I can make it an A, but B plus. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, Next we can one. say that if you're gonna play a short campaign, long campaign, it makes a big huh? difference. So. That is true. That is if you're true. You're doing We've a five game playing. campaign. No, no, no. Don't worry about this. If you're going one of those huh. big twelvers, it's still actually pretty decent. Five game campaign. Yeah, but if you're going generally, for but if you're playing like 10, 10 games, yeah, this is definitely going to to pay off in the end, right? Yeah. Anyhow, to get you your double fate stones, that's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can only reroll the initial roll, so you you got to roll like you're just looking for the fishing for the magic item item spot. I think is one out of the ten. All right. All right, the next spell is very interesting. It's a new one. Suggestion. It's a TN12 line of sight, and the target immediately drops any treasure they're carrying and then moves up to three inches uh, that you want, um, but it can't. they can't move into combat. Uh, the figure may use a will roll to, uh, to basically cancel to, to not be affected by the spell. Uh-huh. What do you think about this spell? So you know the saying that in the land of the blind, the one man, the one-eyed man is king? Sure. Well, in, in the land of mind control, suggestions like a guy with one leg. <laughs> I disagree. Uh-huh. Now, I, I, I will tell you why, but like, uh, uh, so what do you do you want to say your rating overall? Well, if it's a freaking one-legged man, it's a C. You're a I know why girl. you can I know why you can give it a B is when you get it as a grimoire, it's really sweet. If you get like a grimoire, no, this, I'd be very happy. I think this but. spell so it's TN twelve, so same as mind control. There's a couple of things. So I so I will say mind control is A plus or S, right? Mm-hmm. It's less S, I said S. So I think suggestion is B. I think it is a solid spell, and I will go through. I will enumerate my reasons, and hopefully, I'll convince you like the other ways. I started off with a B, and I'm just like my. Con- if they were no, no, different, no, no. let me tell schools, you why. Let me tell you why. They're not. Once you've mind controlled someone with your wizard, you cannot mind control someone else. You've already taken over mm. someone. Then mm. what do you do? You can't mind control a second guy. Mm, interesting. So suggestion. Mm-hmm. So you mind control someone first. Yeah. Obviously, always, okay. and then you follow that up using suggestion. So the guy making people drop treasure is fucking mm-hmm. awesome. And then and now here's yep. And then yep. the guy you've mind controls jumps on that guy. Yep. Or takes mm. the treasure or whatever. Mm, All sorts yeah. of different things. The other thing mm-hmm. that uh, maybe I don't know if you kind of uh, looked at that that ability suggestion can be cast. On your own guys. This yeah, so is like whip, transpose. They can whip the treasure back to you. No, they can't whip the treasure back to you. No. But they can. You know, generally when you use a guy, mm-hmm. you have to spend an action to drop a treasure. Yep. So oftentimes you will want to drop a treasure, but you can use suggestion to make them auto drop a treasure and move three inches. Or can you leave, if they don't have a treasure, can they leave combat? It says you can't go into combat. combat. Can't leave combat. Okay. How are you? How are you leaving combat? Yeah, it's a you move. Combat, not... you're locked in, right? You can't move. Yeah, it's a move. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But here's the other thing that I don't know if you saw. This is a mini leap as well. You can move your own guy an extra three inches and they can activate. Yeah. So you can move them three inches. Mm, the leap won't let and you activate. Then, this lets you activate. Yep, mm. you can move three inches, and then you can have the guy run. Mm, sometimes that extra so bit this, does matter, yeah. Yep, this is uh, very versatile. And don't get me wrong, I think mind control definitely, obviously, you take that. But I think suggestion is a deceptively strong, versatile spell, kind of like transpose, mm -hmm. uh, but also is good to have when you've already taken mind control. So you want to mind control their good fighter, and then their turd yep. thief who thinks he's going to get the treasure just goes and like drops it, drops it, drops all the time it, and, and, get, and yeah. drops it and gets punched yep. in the face by someone. Or mm. if you have a guy that's far up and they're yep. not quite there, you can suggest them to move them three extra inches. All right, I'm going to have to be on that then because mind control is not. Not infinitely castable. If there was, <laughs> yes, to be like, exactly. Of course, then it would too. be totally broken. It'd probably be S tier now. It, my control was weakened, by the way, from from first edition, and it's still S tier. Just saying. Yes. Okay. Go down more. All right, I'm okay. I'm amenable to this suggestion combo. Yep. We'll see if All I right. want it in my my three spells. True sight is the next one. This is a TN ten. Uh, you cast it on yourself, so it's only you cast it on the spellcaster, and then the, it affects everyone, all friendly models within six inches of the spellcaster, who can at that point see invisibility and be immune to beauty. So if, while you're within six inches of your spellcaster, you can uh, generally it'll be archers who can shoot people who are beautiful. Uh, and furthermore, if you move within six inches of an illusionary soldier, or it moves within six inches of you, uh, it's cancelled. And any invisibility spell uh, is also cancelled. If they move within six inches of, of the spellcaster. Okay. What do you think of the spell? I think it's corner case yet again. That like yep. Even more it? corner case than mind lock. Yeah, exactly, because becoming invisible is not as top tier as getting mind yep. mind controlling people so it's more corner case than than the mind lock spell so i'm also just going to give it a oh my god maybe this is an f it doesn't even have that bonus stupid will thing they're completely useless invisibility spells. and beauty is strong yeah when you have to fight it mm -hmm. it's just super corner case because it's literally only against three specific spells it's canceling yeah, so it's not a never cast. This is a low C, I guess. Yeah, it's low C. It's basically almost always it's going to be useless, and then you fight an illusionist, and you're like, oh, this is actually a pretty decent spell. <laughs> yeah, and you go and you laugh. Them like, Unless hey. they just use transpose, which is the strongest uh, 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 illusionist spell, which does not affect it by true sight. So they'll probably have beauty, but hopefully that's true. Beauty's good. All right, no, I agree. Low C, I agree uh yeah in my opinion it should be it could be reworked i would have thought true sight would give you plus one to shoot that would, that would be plus one to shoot would be really nice like cast it. like you cast it on one guy they can see through invisibility beauty and they get plus one to shoot and plus one against shooting yeah that would be more interesting but whatever in any case it's cd minus all right the last spell is 
wizard eye. We've said this. We've 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 listed this with a lot of uh, as, as a good combo spell for a lot of people. Uh, it's a TN eight line of sight, twelve inches. You can only cast it uh, twelve inches away. You cast it on a wall, a flat surface. Um, but you don't have it all memorized. But it has to be a terrain feature. You can't. Well, you can't. Mm. You can't cast it on the ground. So it has to be a terrain yeah. feature uh, with a flat surface. And you you create a wizard eye, and from then on, you can see line of sight from that wizard eye uh, with that spellcaster. So we've used this. We've talked about this as great combos for things like fireball and stuff like that. Um, where generally fireball, you can't. Uh, uh, you have, well, to, you have to expose you, yourself a little you, bit to fire. Right? You have to expose yourself exactly, but here you can start tossing things uh, over over uh, ruins once you have uh, Wizard Eye up. So, what do you think about the spell? Since I play pretty cautiously usually, I kind of like having this spell, so you don't have to have your wizards sitting in range of people's archers and crossbowmen or getting fireballed. So it's, I, a, yep. it's huge. If you're planning to be like a utility caster and just like buff your guys or just cast spells that change the battlefield rather than like shooting directly, okay, mm-hmm. fine. You don't, you might not have much use for this. But most wizards want to be casting, like, you get to be so aggressive if you can see more of the battlefield without being exposed. So I would yep. give this one like an A because it's. It's huge protection for you because now you're interesting. Absolutely, a yeah, because you're not you're not exposed to any danger. Yeah, you're like yeah, it's like beauty, but in some ways better because uh, well, it depends on what you're trying to do. But in terms yeah. of casting line of sight spells, it's better because you you're not even there, so they can't even hurt you. Yeah, and it lets you get angles that might be impossible. Otherwise, they think they're hiding behind a wall. Like oh, I can't get mind controlled here. Like. Oh no! You can get mind control yeah. when you're hiding behind that wall. You're you're not getting Wizard Eye plus transpose. I'm using literally using that with my spellcaster right now because normally you have to have line of sight to both creatures. Obviously, when you have a Wizard Eye, it opens up so much what you can see. So you can like see something with the Wizard Eye and then see something with your own guy, and then you can transpose people who you know are not even like are two different sides of a wall, right? Yeah, and the low casting value of eight to get it going, yeah. it's so so easy to get it going. Like you'll yeah. take a few damage to get it going early in the game, so you can just go off and hide. Well, that's fair. I think I think arguably it, it's an A. Uh, I, I rated it a B. Um, again, I think the reason why I rated it a B is because not all wizards necessarily you you don't necessarily need it to to work. With all these different things, so it, like you said, like you said, it's an alternative to a bunch of things. Um, and I do feel like, although honestly, Wizard Eye and Mind Control is great, right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> just that by itself, kind of, you know, it, like the Soothsayer by themselves have the spells that you want to use with uh, Wizard Eye. So I could see it being an A, but I'm just thinking. I strongly encourage taking shooting spells too, which is also why I give uh-huh. it an A, because being able to just take guys off the board at range before they get to you, mm-hmm. just through a combination of your shooting spell plus like some archers and crosswomen, yeah. I see that as kind of an essential ability. So which I is why feel I like I rated it a B, but I feel like how often I take the spell with my wizards makes me feel like it probably is an A, because I take the spell 
all the time. <laughs> all right, you know what? You've convinced me. It's an A. It is yeah, an you're, A. Because you're going with I, your, I'm just thinking, I take this all the time. You're going with your so, revealed preferences, not your stated preferences. You're like, wait a minute. Yes. I always feel I need this. Yes, I'm always happy to take this, especially because it's an eight, and so I can I can take it with even with guys who are who are not aligned with with the soothsayer, and it works yeah, I feel, great. I feel like I can get around using it sometimes by having the wall spell or fog spell to put something in between me and the opponent. But if you want to be cast, oh, and then like still a, cast over, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. It depends if you're doing more of a buffing thing. If you're doing a buffing thing, you're okay yeah. with being like visible to the battlefield close to you. Yeah, but. If you yeah. want to be visible of their side of the battlefield, you want to go the Wizard Eye route, not the Fogger Wall route. Oh, Wizard Eye also allows you to retreat when things are bad. Like mm, you, yes. you took a hit from an error or something happens, you can retreat and still affect the battlefield while running away. So Wizard Eye is great. It yeah, is you, great. You start making your way off the board because yeah. you don't want to get killed, but you're like, I'm still going to yeah. slow. I'm not going to move, move. I'm going to move yeah. and then cast things. Yeah, you basically sit at the back, right, ready to run away if you need to, while still casting spells supporting the, the remaining guys on the board. So, yeah, Wizard Eye, fair enough. A. Okay, we're good. All right. Oh, by the way, this also means that it, it honestly uh, implies the kind of terrain that you should be playing in Frostgrave. There should be flat walls that you can cast Wizard Eye on. Because technically, if you play on a, I guess, a forest where you, you should consider the walls as flat terrain. Uh, sorry, the trees as flat terrain, right? Mm -hmm. But if you somehow play a, a game where all of your terrain is just, I don't know, spiky walls or something, so you, you're, you like, you're saying, oh, technically you can't cast Wizard Eye, that would be kind yeah. of lame. Okay. I'm just trying to read the whole, the whole text of it, how, how specific it is. Anyhow, don't worry about it. It can be destroyed by crumble. Yay. Or destroyed by putting uh, a wall in front of it. But then you have to put your wall in front a of fog. it. A fog. You can't. Wall has to be from the ground, I believe. Okay. All right. So uh, those are all the spells from the Soothsayer. So now we're looking at uh, spells uh, that are aligned. So uh, Soothsayer's aligned schools are Chronomancer, Illusionist, and Thaumaturge. Uh, and the unaligned spell, uh, sorry, the unaligned school is Witch, which I love. Uh, so for this, I guess you usually start, so I want to start this time. Sure. So I'll go through the uh, spells uh, that I'm thinking about. So for Chronomancer, uh, I think this is the one we always choose with Chronomancer. I believe we called it an A, a Fleet Feet. So if we look at uh, the Soothsayer spells, I guess there is Suggestion, which moves three inches, but... Um, fleet feet totally works with suggestion, right? Unlike, let's say something like leap, uh, you can fleet feet and suggest the same guy, right? So that those are very synergistic, and of course, moving faster is always awesome. And the low cast or the illusionist. Uh, I had three uh, beauty, which we mentioned is just a great spell to. Well, although you could say wizard eye, kind of, you'd swap out wizard eye or beauty, but let's say you didn't take wizard eye, then beauty is a good alternative to keep your wizard safe while they're out there casting their mind control and stuff like that. Uh, Transpose, I think I said this is the best spell in the game, in my opinion. Uh, swapping people uh, is just great. So uh, being unaligned Transpose is always good. So you start with 14, you reduce your mind control maybe to 10, and then you start reducing Transpose. Mm -hmm. Or you start reducing Transpose first, so they're both 12s. Uh, to me, you know, having the... In my opinion, best spell and the second best spell in the game in one wizard is never bad. All right. All right. 
The and then of course you can transpose guys you've mind controlled so that they don't have to to test again for the willpower. It's interesting, but yeah. Yep. So you can move them around, swap them, swap them with uh, different people. It's uh, yeah. you know, there's a lot that you could do for this one. Um, so the next one is uh, invisibility. Yep. I don't know. The last oh, one for illusionist still- is invisibility. Yeah, like a lot of the invisibility is a great spell. Yeah. To me, this is one of those spells. Uh, again, if you have suggestion and fleet feet, invisibility is a good option because now your guy is moving so fast, and not being able to be seen allows you to run, you know, anywhere basically. You could even like suggest you could suggest your own guy, fleet feet them, run them up, and they're invisible, so they can't attack them. Then suggest the your opponent's guy with the treasure, then pick that that treasure up basically. Mm-hmm. Or mind control that guy. You can all do so many things that, with invisibility that that'll allow you to have your guy in the right spot. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's a really uh, helpful thing to have. Uh, and then the last one for thaumaturge is heal. And I think basically I just chose heal because um, basically when you use mind control, uh, you it's the mind control TN is whatever you rolled, right? And you can empower it to make the number higher. So you will often want to empower your TN with mind control to higher just to make it easier or harder for them to uh, uh, fail the will roll. So you might, even if you rolled like a 15 or something, you might empower plus three and take those three damage, right? To make it harder for an 18. That's harder for them to get it back later. Mm -hmm. Yep. And if you do that, you probably need to heal your own guys so that they don't die. So to me, heal is like uh, almost like needed in the way that I would play Soothsayer. Uh, all right, how about you? All right, so I guess we'll go to the neutral schools after. Or do you want yep. to go? Okay. Or do you want me to do the neutral schools now? No, no, you go through these and then we'll do the neutral schools last. Sure. So for the Chronomancer, I, I am sort of pretty much in agreement with the Fleet Feet because it's casting values 10. And I see you wanting to like run your guys to the middle of the board. I don't see this as being a sit back and shoot your opponent way of playing. Like this isn't yep. you, this isn't your grenade caster. This isn't, isn't your elemental ball caster. You're gonna want to get in there. You're gonna want to get in there quick and possibly get them mm-hmm. to drop the treasure and run off with it as fast as you can. My mm-hmm. other thought was possibly fast act because it's only eight plus two. Then if you you basically get the treasure off of one of them by having them suggest it over to one of your guys, and then one of your guys can then act before up the board and run back before it gets swarmed. But I still think Fleet Feet's just easier to get going, so Fleet Feet's probably the one to go to. With the Illusionist, I know you listed a lot, but I don't know if you listed the Illusionary Soldier. No, I did Because that, that is out of game, and I feel like there's a lot of stuff I'd want. Like I, mm, I generally you're just going some... to be casting Mind Control? <laughs> I'm casting a lot of mind control, so yeah, fair enough. I mean, you can't mind control everyone, like you said. Once you've mind controlled one guy, you can't keep doing it. Yeah. So, but I feel like there's not enough out of game spells going on. So my go-to for the illusionary illusionist would probably be the illusionary soldier. Just okay, also run sure. up there and tie their guys up for a little bit. Yep. Then over to the thaumaturge. Like I know you said dis. Thaumaturge has Dispel, and we talked earlier about Dispel sometimes being essential. So, I mean, you've got Heal going on to help you, but if we're going Wizard Eye, you can probably hide in the back and get away with having kind of trash health by the end of the game if you're playing the Wizard Eye route. So I think 
dispel mm-hmm. I would take as my go-to. Shield was my other thought as well, because I see mm-hmm. you getting into the fray in the middle of the board a lot and mm-hmm. being able to get your guys' armor up so they can last a competition where you eventually mind control the guy you need of theirs and then you hightail it out of there. Just having that extra armor to last longer would be mm-hmm. good. But in reality, just from the games I've played, Dispel is sort of can stop the game from being broken. So my Dispel would be my go-to. All right. Okay. Dispel is often really good. To me, I feel like the, the worst spells, the reason why I didn't choose Dispel is because the the strongest spells are literally mind control and then the other control spells. Like if you have yep. a bear and they, they control bear, but mm-hmm. if you have mind control, you can use mind control to break the the control. You just, you, you have to do the will roll, right? Yeah, exactly. But it can still be used to break the uh, control spell. Like if they've taken over a bear of your bear or something like that. Yeah. So that's why I didn't choose the spell. Of course, the spell is useful against basically all like so many different spells. Right. So, all right, that's that's fair. All right. Um, the, my, the last two, so these are neutral spells. So mm-hmm. I basically just chose two, although there was a bunch of other ones that you know I, I thought about. But the two that I've been thinking is Leap for the Summoner, because just Leap is always good. Yep. Uh, you can, of course, if you have a Fleet Feet guy, you know, you can Fleet Feet them, then you can... Then they can move while they're in three inches. Then you can suggest them, and then you're like, you know, your uh, what do you call it? Your uh, uh, what do you call it? Your uh, apprentice can then leap them. It's just generally a good spell. Uh, the other one I was thinking of is uh, the imp, just because hmm. uh, just imp is um, useful. From the yeah. and then and the other thing I feel like. Because you have mind control, imps are less likely to screw you over. Okay. So it is just one of those things where I'm just like, oh, you know, that, that's kind of a useful thing. It is 14, so it's a little harder to cast. Um, but I do find that uh, an interesting spell to have in, in the back pocket. And then the other one, the one that I actually say would I would take all the time is Enchant Weapon. Hmm. Because, like I said from the very beginning... Uh, it's TN12, so it's literally the same casting as Combat Awareness, and then you can yep. deal with, uh, you know, Wraiths and things like that if you need to. Although you can always use my Control to deal with those things. But, like, it's just uh, a useful, special thing to buff your guys so that they can get in there and fight. You know, like like we always have said, Enchant Weapon is just a great overall spell, and it gives you a little bit more of an edge while you've taken over some of their guys, you know, to push the rest of your guys up there. You know, my luck with embedding my enchantments this game has been low, so I'm kind of I'm kind of not as happy with it currently, but we'll see. Oh, yeah, exactly. We'll see, right? You've just been rolling worse. Have you have you lowered it down to TN10 yet? No, I think it's only 11. Oh, no, 11? 11, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. All right, so how about you? All right, so before we go to our actual list, I've just shortlisted it down to four. I'll have to choose sure. some later. But from the... From the Enchanter, I keep talking about wanting to have a shooting spell. And Grenade is, has a casting of 10, so from neutral it's a 14. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's my preferred shooting spell for a neutral spell. Then, to me, my shooting spell is mind control. <laughs> yeah, but like you said, you can only do it once. So, you that's know. true. That is true. You, yeah, that's right. That is true. If you mind control one of the the enemies and then a, a demon shows up in your, in your butt. Or sorry, not a demon, like a... 
a wraith or something, then mm-hmm. you have to let go of the original mind control. Yeah, that would suck. Anyhow, after that, from the summoner, possibly leap, because what we're talking about is like crazy movement things around the board. You mind control their guys, you leap them towards another one of their guys. Terrible things. Mm-hmm. Can, there's good things that can go on with leap for you in this sure. build, because I think we said we're not trying to like murder the opponent here, probably. We're trying to like take control of the battlefield, so leap is good there. And from the Necromancer, mm-hmm. I know you listed... Which one did you list from the Necromancer? The Imp? Uh, no, no, no. That's the Summoner as well. That's a, a I didn't list okay. anything from Necromancer. Oh, so Necromancer, I think that Ray's Zombie is interesting if you go with Illusionary Soldier from the Illusionist as well. Mm-hmm. So now get your Warband up to like plus two numbers. And then you take one of theirs so that you have even more guys. No, that's 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 a decent move. Yeah. You have the spamming thing, right? The exact same thing we talked about with Necromancer, but you're like taking one of theirs as well. That's a decent move. Yeah, didn't think of that would be. Yeah, that's it's an option that I might be going towards. All right, do you want to list out all the spells you would take to see what direction you go with this? Yes. All right. So uh, my soothsayer, I would take obviously mind control as the number one spell that you would definitely cast first. Yeah. Uh, then. I did take Wizard Eye because, of course, you want to be safe and you want to have a greater uh, view of the field with your mind control. So both great spells work great together. And then the last one for Soothsayer I took uh, is Suggestion, exactly for what I was talking about before. Mm-hmm. You know, you suggest, mm-hmm. you mind control one guy and then you suggest the other people. Okay. Uh, as the other spells uh, for Chronomancer, I only listed one, so I'm obviously taking Fleet Feet. Uh, Thaumaturge, I already said, I take heal. Uh, and then the illusionist, I was vacillating between transpose and invisibility. Um, but I think just because transpose is so strong, I just I just said, just take transpose. It's just the best mm-hmm. spell in the game. So it's always good to have, even though in some ways, you know, you like like you said, once you've you have used up your mind control, mind control and transpose, so you have full control of every possible as well. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, for my two other spells, I took I would take leap uh, for more movement, which might be overdoing the movement. Now that I'm looking right now, I I, I could see if I took invisibility, leap makes sense, but uh, so I took transpose. Maybe that's too much uh, movement, but uh, so maybe I should have taken imp instead. But then mm-hmm. the last one is enchant weapon, literally just to deal with things. Uh, Dice them up close combat. So, uh, like I said, uh, if you're if something bad like a monster comes up, you just might control them. That's my my counter to uh, demon showing up, which technically could also be terrible because demons are like plus five will or plus six will or something like that. Yeah, well, you've got heal. You're gonna need it when you when you're trying to cast yep, a demon. that's why I took heal. Exactly, that's why I took heal. Push it up to eighteen when you try to take that demon. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you? All right. So the obvious one, I. Did take mind control. Mm-hmm. And then, as I said, I usually play it safe, so Wizard Eye. Then, because I'm so treasure hungry, I went for Reveal Secret. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't need as much movement. I want I want the finest of things. So those that are my sense. three. S-A-A. Yeah, those are the two spells you said were A and the S spell. Yeah, I took, took, there's three A's, so I'm like, okay, I take the yeah, three A's. Fair enough. Let's go with this. And then when we go over to Chronomancer, Fleet Feet, I I went with as well. I know I listed fast act as a possibility, but fleet feet, mm. you can just get going before the battle. Yep. Before really things, gets before the lines moving. hit. Yeah. 
yeah, before you really need to do something key. So you can get that going early. Then from Illusionist, I listed the Illusionary Soldier because mm-hmm. I want to just have more guys tying up in the midfield. And then, because my plan is to really just create a bunch of, like, really immovable mass in the midfield, I would actually take mm-hmm. shield from the Thaumaturge, which means Absolutely. I'm going to try and focus on guys with more armor and now just okay. sit there with possibly, like, armor 14 on a bunch of guys until you, like, you take over the guys you need. You've got <laughs> lots of staying presence. You have huge staying presence in the middle. That's fair. With your illusionary yeah. soldier, your 14 armor guys... And then you're taking uh-huh. their guys, so like, that's, nope, I don't that's see this being a sh- move. Okay, and then when we move over to the neutral things, I obviously said already the necromancer to get raised zombie to bolster mm-hmm. your your just massive guys even further. Then the sort of odd one out is from the enchanter. I would take the grenade because just in case they decide that's to swarm you with a whole pile of guys and like, oh, I can just overwhelm you by like surrounding you like. All right, it's grenade time. You you chose you chose to try and overwhelm me. Nobody overwhelms me. I grenade your overwhelming <laughs> force. So okay, interesting. Okay, that's that's fair. That's definitely a fair a fair kind of list. Uh, it's less all in than yours, so it's not going to have as much like tricks it can pull. It's just uh-huh. like I said, it's going to create. Yeah, this... I, I really prefer just moving movement shenanigans, things like that, to like mm-hmm. just get the treasures and, and and get off the board. So there can be issues with attrition, right? Like if I start losing guys, although that's the thing with mind control, it can always kind of swing it back because you know take over one of the opponent's guys and then you get him killed and then you're kind of moving it back. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So for me, the forces that I took, the the specialist forces that I took from the beginning are yep. the ranger, mm-hmm. uh, treasure hunter. So I, I'm basically going all in on fast. So I get in, you know, I mind control your guys, slow you down, suggest, then get out. So I took a ranger, treasure hunter, and the last one is the apothecary. Again, to double down on heal and basically be able to push up that mind control to TN18, basically. Yeah. How about you? So because we're going for speed, I definitely want a ranger in there to give fleet feet. Mm-hmm. So why take like something lesser? And you're going to want to do some shooting. So yeah. take the ranger to move around. I kind of like it better than tracker because it's got one less fight. But at least it's running around. Yeah, tracker's then, big thing is that they're just cheaper. Yeah. So. And then honestly, possibly going for two men at arms after that because they've got the armor 12 and oh that makes sense yeah they're cheap and they they can get in there yeah and then later in the game later in the campaign you start getting <laughs> more specialists you could do ranger treasure hunter and men at arms that gives you like it's the same price and and i don't want any treasure hunters in the end though. oh but you want more armor okay fair enough yeah i want templars later okay so it's like Go with that. Oh, Rangers. But you've got to be able to get those guys up. The, yeah. the, the Templars. Mm-hmm. So, like to me, Templars if you have a Templar, you need something like leap or suggestion to get them, or, or I guess you wouldn't fleet feed them. So actually, that's not bad. So they become yeah, with seven. That's yeah, fair. I wouldn't go all the way to a knight to get the armor up up at the cost of speed. I would stay with the Templar speed six. Like knights are too slow for no, this plan. Knights are speed five. Sorry, Templars oh, yeah. are still, still speed five. Oh, really? Barbarian? A barbarian then. No. A barbarian don't have high armor. 
No. Hmm. Well, maybe I do want the knight then. They have more armor, yeah. Yeah, I looked at it again. I'm yeah. like, oh, they're not the same speed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Then. All right. So, uh, I think it's interesting. You listed a bunch of C spells, one almost F spell, and then an S and two A's for the Soothsayer. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so what do you think the overall rating of the Soothsayer is? So without Wizard Eye, um, I would give it a C. No way. Without Wizard Eye, because because other people can take mind control out of school, and then okay. and you're okay with it being a high cast spell if it was like an alliance. If you were oh, aligned. that's true. Yeah. So without Wizard Eye, C. But with Wizard Eye, A. <laughs> Um, it's true. Wizard Eye plus Mind Control is great. So you don't yeah. ever have to get your, your guy threatened. You can cover the entire board taking over whichever guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it does have a bunch of strong... They, they do have a lot of like really not good spells, but Mind Control is so strong. Yeah. And you just, you just have uh, to consider that some other yeah. school could and, take mind control and just not yeah. worry about like your aligned spell, your in school yeah. spells. Funnily enough, yeah, like lower cost. So mind control, you need something to support it, which is generally wizard, like so that you can cast it safely. Beauty mm-hmm. or wizard eye, which means I guess you could be illusionist as well. To, 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 which is I think your 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 illusionist also had like transpose mm-hmm. in mind control and then like. You didn't take beauty, did you? Oh, no. no, I don't. Th- I don't think I. Oh, I, think I think we listed that else's... as a possibility. Oh, I think my we listed theoretical that as a possibility. One, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. So I guess those two are are, are guys that work really uh, well together. I'd say you don't necessarily need wizard eye because in the new uh, second edition, there's not as much shooting. Mm-hmm. So mind control is just. And remember, you're mind controlling the guy that seems most dangerous in line of sight. So, so you could literally mind control the archer who but would then have killed you if you had not mind controlled it or taken the shot at you. So I think the soothsayer overall, even without wizard eye, I think it's a solid B. Yeah. Um, I would I would say it's B just because on the back of mind control, which argue which then would but, arguably mean that soothsayer should that sorry that the mind control spell should probably be an S. Uh, but. But the fact that you can take mind control with some other caster and then have better in-school yeah. spells that you want the low values on. Like mind control, you're high. Yeah. You're okay with it being at a 14 if you're casting it. To me, the biggest thing is mind control, wizard eye, and heal. That triumvirate yeah, is really strong. I know. It's just a question of do you, does if you need wizard eye to make this whole thing work, it's then an A. If, you, if you're saying you don't need the wizard eye to make your strategies here work yeah. – then maybe it really is That's a B. That's why I'm like, saying that it could be a B because there's a lot yeah. of guys that can dabble in and mind control is the strong spell, right? Mm-hmm. Suggestion, I think, is a good spell, but there's a lot of good spells. Like like I said, like that are that do, you know, similar things. Suggestion is cool because it's so versatile. Mm-hmm. But um I don't know if you necessarily need anything outside from the soothsayer besides mind control. The other ones are value adds, right? Like uh-huh. Wizard Eye is good. Mind control is good, but like I'm thinking, how much I like reveal secret then, because that's my my third A spell I consider. Like, how rich do I think secret is? How rich do I think this is, is going to make me? Like, 
it's not necessarily just rich. Mm-hmm. It's also getting what you need. Yeah. Right. So it's like, oh, if you have, if you already rolled a bunch of of good weaponry, you don't want weapons anymore. Even if technically that would be a great roll for someone, you, you you try to get magic items or grimoires. But then if you already have, you know, uh, the I don't know magic items that you need for your wizard, then you will mm-hmm. start rolling on the other things, right? And honestly, just being able to eliminate the feels bad of getting like, sit like twenty gold coins and a freaking potions. Cool. Yeah. and two potions it, maybe it's worth it to get <laughs> yeah i'm thinking maybe Just it's not the wizard eye avoid that. those those three together i mean it's not this isn't no, the most I, I could see a i could see an a mm-hmm. i think the way that i i would be really happy with the way that like the wizard that i, I put down um the wizard i put down i think honestly is only a B. yeah hmm. but at the same time it's not it's not the illusionist that that I have, and it's not some of the other ones. So I feel like I probably put Soothsayer even at at a B, maybe a high B. Yeah, I would but agree the high this. B is literally on the back of mind control. <laughs> know. If you don't take mind control, I could see C. But because you're always taking mind control as a Soothsayer, high B, it immediately jumps it up one and a half grades to a high high B. Yeah, I think builds we've made that take that rely on mind control, but they're a different school, are just better. So I think it's possible. Well, it depends also. Like in the soothsayer, because you're you're often if that's your S spell, right? When you're using other schools, you will be reducing mind control. So after like three or four games, like you said, if you're if you have a ten game thing, right, where you have a good support school, like then you would reduce mind control, right? And then the other spell has like good good TN support spells that it would work well, right? But uh, that doesn't like if you have other spells that are strong, like let's say your TAF transpose, which you also want to reduce. Then how is that going to work out when you're trying to reduce mind control? That's an off spell, right? Even if it's allied, which is the only there's only three allies with Soothsayer, right? Chronomancer, Illusionist, Thaumaturge. If you are not one of those, then you have to reduce it. You have to have four different. You have to play four games to reduce mind control down to twelve to be equivalent to a soothsayer, right? Yeah. So that's a huge investment. And if you it, like, like we said, like Chronomancer, when even though Chronomancer is allied, allied, we didn't even choose mind control, right? To me, because well, it's because you want to be able to double cast, right? That's the strongest thing with Chronomancer. You can't double cast mind control, so we always did fireball. So that, like, to me, I don't know. Like, I think Soothsayer maybe is the best class to use mind control. I think it is. Yep. So, yeah, I'm just my strategy here. I only uh, feel like well, we'll get to, we'll get to Thaumaturge. Well, yes, I was just thinking. Will. Well, get the Thaumaturge. So there's arguably Thaumaturge is better at mind control than than, than Soothsayer. But I think I think Soothsayer is probably the best using at mind control. And considering it's one of the best spells, I think it has to be at least a high B, if not an A. Yeah, I've given so many A's out so far, I feel <laughs> like. Well, I've given a lot of B's too, but which might mean the yeah. game is balanced. Yeah. Fairly decently. But yeah, I don't I feel like it's just a B. It's not. Okay, we reduced. I, I talked you into reducing their grade to a, a B, maybe B plus, I guess. It's a B plus because I really like Reveal Secret. Like, I wish I had Reveal Secret now, honestly. 
Yeah, I get the totally true. Reveal those. Secret and Mind Control. Both of them are great spells. Honestly, there, there's almost a thing where, like, I don't necessarily like the Soothsayer as much because uh, so many people had Mind Control in the last game. I was like, fuck this spell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, want, we want to be a hipster. You're like, I can't give this an A, even though clearly it's the way to go. So it might actually... I, I'll leave it at a B plus. I think that the Illusionist is better. And the Illusionist can also take Mind Control at 14, so because it's allied. So... I'd say it's worse. Soothsayer is definitely not as good as Illusionist, so there you go. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll give this build <clears throat> a try sometime. We'll know. But for now, yeah, I'll stick with a B as well. All right. So the last thing is, is there anything else that we want to think about Soothsayer? Any things you have to worry about? It's basically Dispel, right? The only issue with, with Soothsayer is uh, against the Thaumaturge with Dispel, uh, mind control, you know your every mind control you're doing is basically just trading with Dispel, and Dispel doesn't need a will roll. So you yeah. actually end up being slightly down if you're relying on mind control when they're just dispelling you. Because you might have to take you, you can mind control, Yeah, so you, you can only mind control things where their wizards are not there so that they can't, you know, immediately dispel your thing. So I would say in that case, probably Soothsayer is... Yeah, I'd probably put them... Yeah, it's got to be a B, and its its natural enemy is uh, the Dispellers. So Necromancer, right, if they take, uh, or anyone, basically. Who, who, the Necromancer or the Thaumaturge, which generally those are really strong spells that they'll often take, and anyone who's allied with those, which will often take the spell or, or spell leader. So. Yeah, if they took Walls and Fogs, they might be able to slow you down a lot, too. So. Yeah. All right. Um, that is it for the Soothsayer. So another school done. Wow, we're really closing in. I'm actually interested to go back and, like, now that we've, uh, once we've rated all the schools, to, to rate them from top to bottom and see who ends up where after we've gone through everything. Yeah, I have to remember all of why we built things the way we did. I don't know if that's going to be possible or not. Like, why It's was... okay. We've, we've recorded all of these so you can mm-hmm. literally go back and listen to all of them and figure and then write them all down and figure out where they they, they are That's okay. uh and yeah uh if you guys i guess uh who are listening have any questions or any thoughts or you have any uh ratings or you want to you want to yell at us and say soothsayer uh uh mind control is amazing and makes it obviously the the, the best school uh give us a shout Yell at us at at uh, what's our email? Contact, Contact at diceovereverything.com. Or just find us on Facebook. We're Dice Over Everything. This has been Alan. Yeah, it's been Brandon. Bye.